0: What is forgiveness? You're listening to Psychology in 10 minutes. I'm David B Feldman. Clementine Wamariya was only 6 years old in 1994 when the genocidal conflict that would eventually take more than 800,000 lives erupted in her home country. Of Rwanda. She was staying with her grandparents when she heard screams as a mob broke into neighbors' homes. Terrified, she and her slightly older sister, Claire, escaped into the backyard, making their way into the surrounding woods. As she glanced back, she could see fire rising above the trees and wondered if her family's house was burning too. When my co author, Lee Daniel Kravitz, and I interviewed Clementine, For our 2014 book, Super Survivors, she told us, quote, This will never make sense to me, not ever, what we saw, so much death. Unquote. During the next six years, the sisters bounced between United Nations refugee camps, afraid and alone, clinging to one another and grieving the loss of their entire existence. Eventually, in 2000, They achieved refugee status in the United States, making their way to Chicago. Flashing forward to the present, now in her 30s, Clementine is a graduate of Yale, has spoken before the United Nations about the dangers of genocide, has done humanitarian work, aside Oprah Winfrey at the Superstars Leadership Academy for Girls in South Africa, wrote a book about her experiences titled The Girl Who Smiled Beads, and was recognized for her luminary efforts by President Barack Obama. When we asked how she managed to cope with the incredible pain of her past and build such a remarkable life, she said something I'll never forget. Forgiveness. To be clear, forgiveness wasn't her only answer. She also spoke about grieving, goal-setting, and personal fortitude. But years after that conversation, It's her endorsement of forgiveness that most sticks with me. How on earth could someone forgive the atrocities that were perpetrated against Clementine and her family? And why would she even want to forgive? Aren't some things simply unforgivable? Before exploring these questions further, I should disclose a fundamental belief I hold about forgiveness. Nobody should ever be forced to forgive. Victims do not owe their victimizers forgiveness, and to imply that they do is to further wrong them. We're often taught that forgiveness is a virtue, but unlike some virtues, it's not a moral or ethical imperative that people should practice forgiveness. Ultimately, to forgive is a highly personal choice that people will make if, and only if, they're ready. In my opinion, the real moral imperative. Is that we should never guilt or shame someone for not being ready to forgive. They were the wronged party, and they get to make the decision whether to forgive or not, period. Nonetheless, research shows that for people who naturally make that decision, it's generally a good one. In fact, in a 2015 review of 54 studies, Brandon Griffin and colleagues found that forgiveness was related to better mental health including fewer symptoms of depression, anxiety, and post-traumatic stress, as well as lower levels of fear, hostility, and emotional pain. A 2021 study even found that people who reported practicing forgiveness of others were more compassionate toward themselves. Moreover, the opposite of forgiveness, sometimes referred to as unforgiveness, is associated with increased health difficulties. In one study, researcher Eric Messias and his colleagues asked thousands of people across the U.S., quote, Would you say this is true or false? I've held grudges against people for years. Unquote. Those who answered yes tended to report higher rates of heart disease and cardiac arrest, elevated blood pressure, stomach ulcers, arthritis, back problems, headaches, and chronic pain than those who answered no. Feelings of anger and hurt are heavy burdens to carry, so it shouldn't be surprising that it takes a toll on us. Perhaps for these reasons, people appear to recognize the value of forgiveness. In a 2010 survey of 1,000 people across the U.S., 90% of respondents agreed or strongly agreed with the statements, we need more forgiveness in America, and we need more forgiveness in the world. Nonetheless, forgiveness doesn't come easy. Even though there's widespread agreement that forgiveness is important, people struggle when it comes to actually doing it. For instance, research by Blake Reich and Eric Mania found that people were more likely to endorse the value of forgiveness in the abstract than concretely practice it in their lives. This discrepancy is totally understandable, given that forgiveness is Hard to do. Not everyone feels ready, and it's important that we respect that. But what exactly does it mean to forgive? Forgiveness is a word that comes with a lot of baggage and means different things to different people. For this reason, psychologists generally agree that it's at least as important to consider what forgiveness is not as what forgiveness is. Forgiveness is not the same as pardoning, absolving, excusing, or forgetting wrongdoers' actions. It's also not the same as giving the person who hurt you a pass, to continue doing so either to you or others. One of my favorite definitions of forgiveness was offered by psychologist C.R. Snyder, who along with his collaborator Laura Yamura-Thompson and a team of researchers developed a psychological test Called the Heartland Forgiveness Scale. Snyder was fond of saying, quote, Forgiveness is giving up the hope that the past could be different. Unquote. As much as I wish there was a time machine that would enable us to travel into the past and undo wrongs perpetrated against us and the people we care about, such a machine, very unfortunately, doesn't exist. So, Without forgetting the past or invalidating any of the real pain we've suffered, forgiveness is about finding ways to lessen the emotional hold that the past has on us. It involves moving our focus toward a quest to make the present and the future better. By the way, according to this view, it's not even necessary for the perpetrator to know when we've practiced forgiveness. That's because forgiveness isn't a gift we give to the wrongdoer. It's a gift we give to ourselves. Clementine came to a similar conclusion. Quote, I can't be a part of that anymore, she told us. That wouldn't have brought my parents back. Forgiveness allowed me to wash my burdened past away. Unquote. The tragic truth is that no amount of forgiveness can truly, Wash away the past. Clementine admits that she sometimes still thinks about the screaming that night and what she and her sister Claire endured in the refugee camps. How could she not? But she feels strongly that, through practicing forgiveness, this horrific past and the people who perpetrated it do not get to determine her future. Quote I felt strength to take steps out into the world for the first time she shared with us, I was going to go after things. Unquote. And go after things she did. And that was Psychology in 10 Minutes. Thanks for listening to this episode. I hope you found it meaningful and useful. If you did, consider subscribing to the podcast or leaving us a rating on Apple Podcasts or through your favorite podcasting app. Your efforts could really help potential listeners find the show. We really appreciate it, and we really appreciate you.